Get a word in edgewise to supersize and grow your business. Sharon Reynolds, this is one of those strange wooden toys that is interesting to put together. But we've got alphabets on this side, and it reminds me of how to get a word in edgewise and why we need to get a word in edgewise when we're supersizing and growing our business. Uh, all of us have sat in meetings, at least I know I have. Maybe it happens more to women than to men, not sure. I think it happens in every organization where some people dominate the conversation, dominate the discussion, and it's literally almost impossible to speak your piece, add any value, or get a word in edgewise. And I learned a long time ago that we have to find ways, sometimes we have to be creative, to be heard and to make sure people know where we stand on different topics and different situations and in different things. Uh, I grabbed a, a meditation, one of the early meditations I used to listen to, geez, that was decades ago. One thing I like to do is learn things from different industries. And I was in a network and working with the network marketing industry for a while. And one of the things they recommended to do was do this daily meditation. And so I finally found the meditation, bought the meditation, and listened to the meditation for a long time. And then that got me into other forms of meditating and other forms of hypnosis and things that I like to do for my personal development self-awareness standpoint. But what does that have to do with getting a word in edgewise? Well, this idiom is actually from the 1700s, believe it or not. It's older than we think it is. And it has to do and comes from fitting things into places. It reminds me of puzzles where you have to fit the puzzle piece in. And I love watching my granddaughters do things like this and learn things. Because I don't remember back to when I used to learn how to solve problems and do puzzles. But watching them reminds me, my, my second granddaughter has a really unique way of doing puzzles. She always leads with one corner or one edge of the piece to get it to fit into the puzzle. I think at this point now she's a little older so she actually matches the pictures and the things. But early on when she was super little and didn't know how to you know, communicate using words, she would start with one corner or like the nose of the animal and put that in first and then twist a little bit to fit the rest of the piece. And sometimes that's how we need to approach getting a word in edgewise. Some people are talkers. I tend to be a talker, but I wasn't always that way. I needed to learn how to have confidence and speak up for myself in order to be heard, in order to, to make the differences that I wanted to make in the different organizations that I've been a part of. And we do that by getting involved. Maybe sometimes we have to, before a conversation, have preliminary conversations. Maybe we send written communication uh, to people that of interest that we want to get our point across to. Uh, we need to interject ourselves into the conversation sometimes. And for some of us, it's more challenging than others. If you're introverted, if you're shy, if you're not used to being in meetings, if you have imposter syndrome or, or confidence issues in any way, shape or form, it's more challenging to interject yourself into a conversation than uh, if you are more confident, if you have more experience, etc. And it always depends on the situation, right? This idiom, though, comes from when you want to join. In the 19th century, the, the meaning switched a little bit to interjecting yourself into a conversation, right? To get a word in edgewise meant that the conversation was already streaming and going without you, and then you come up or you want to participate in the conversation. How do you go about doing that? Uh-huh. There's, there's lots of different ways. Sometimes you just have to you know, make a, a physical symbol or something to get people to stop, to pay attention to you and listen to you. You wanna do it in a positive way, but sometimes it doesn't have to be positive. Sometimes you just have to yell, enough, I'm out of here. This conversation isn't going anywhere that we want it to go. Let's, let's regroup, 
let's take a time out, walk away, regroup, and then come back to it. Uh, so it depends on the nature of the conversation. But I am curious if you have ever felt like you couldn't get a word in edgewise. I've kind of come to understand that when I'm hanging out with certain people or, or spending time with certain people, my role is to be more of a listener than it is a talker. And in those situations, I just take a deep breath and I, I be, try to be, I don't try, I be present in the conversation and I, I play with different ways of more clearly understanding and becoming a better listener. So that's one of my strategies. Love to know what you do. How do you get a word in edgewise when necessary? We have to do that, right? If we don't get a word in edgewise, if people don't know where we stand from for, and what we stand for and what we stand against, it's hard for them to follow us as leaders. And if we want to grow and supersize our business, we have to be leaders or get other people to lead for us. And, you know, somebody's got to lead them in the direction we want them to go. So pretty much we got to be leaders. All right. Have an awesome day. Happy new week to you. If I can help you in any way, ask. Otherwise, I'll be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. Where does it come from? Again, this is a pretty easy one. It comes from the straightforward trying to fit a square peg in a round hole, right? A round peg in a square hole, something like that. Uh, but I'll be with you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye.